WPG WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Happy 4th of July weekend to all. You're tuned in 5 to 6 a.m. on Talk Radio WPG 95.5 FM and WPG 1450 AM streaming live WPG1450.com. And from 7 to 8 a.m., you're locked in a 50,000 mega far-reaching watts of the Rack and Fin Radio message, 97.3 ESPN-FM, streaming live, 97.3 ESPN.com. Now, check it out. Check it out. This is the 4th of July weekend annual fluke program concentrating on right now. Deep water fluking. A lot of fish are moving out to the deeper wrecks. Now, deep can be anything from 62. We're going to find out over 100 feet. Join us in our next segment is Jerry Vessel, Three Girl Skirts, uh, Squid tails and jig heads. He's based out of Wildwood, a, an ace deep water fluking in the southern tier counties, Atlanta and Cape May County, especially. Also joining us from the waters, Captain Scott Newell. Evidently, there is a Achilles slash minnow mini bite that is going bonkers in the bays and tidal creeks. Hey, just a reminder from Division of Fish and Wildlife. The hunter education staff has been diligently working to offer classes before this, the fall hunting season is going to be here before you know it. At this time, check it out. Registration is expected to open later this month with classes beginning in August. The at-home study guide workbook, listen to me, the at-home study guide workbook will not be accepted during the fall hunter education classes. All hunter education students must complete the huntercourse.com online hunter education program. It's going to put you back $29, but that covers both disciplines, firearm and bow, and you have to pass the 100-question test. Students must bring their completion certificate to the live fire portion. Again, upon completion of the online program, students must register for a specific date and time to take their live fire test at one of the listed classes on Hunter Education Registration Site. Go to njfishandwildlife.com, click that, it's right there. Register for each discipline, firearm, and or bow separately. And students will be required to wear and provide their own mask and safety glasses. Listen, listen to me. Walk-in students will not be accepted during these classes. No more walk-ins, walk-ons, whatever you want to call it, not happening. Now, the staff is also uh, designing a plan to offer free in-person and online hunter education classes as soon as possible. Again, information will be posted on njfishandwildlife.com. Okay, man, coming up, Jerry Vessel. We're talking deep water fluke. A little later on in the program, Captain Scott Newhall. Timeout charters with the Back Bay Minnow Bite, which is going crazy. And hopefully we'll have a couple of fishing reports. Grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. You're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tompy. Happy 4th of July. To all. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Comfort now by Bob McAllister because you deserve comfort now. Hi, Comfort Bob, and we're trying. We're continuing our giveaways to those most impacted by COVID. This time, we're going to install a free carrier air conditioner for somebody in the hospitality business, the restaurants, bars, casinos, etc. But wait, Our air conditioner we give away to the food supply chain had no qualified entry, so this will be open to those folks again. And we're going to give away two free carrier air conditioners. We're looking for somebody whose air conditioner doesn't work. As we enter summer, what better time to turn to the experts and let us install a new carrier air conditioner for free? Visit our Facebook page or webpage, IWantComfortNow.com, and submit yourself, your mom, friend, or coworker. Tell us why they are most deserving, because everybody deserves comfort now. Hi, this is Blaze, and it's our Circle Hyundai Mad Money Madness. On July 6th, we are open until midnight, and we're giving you $5,000 off any new Hyundai in stock. Plus, no purchase necessary. $5,000 in prizes will be available on July 6th during our midnight Mad Money Madness. Free food, giveaways, music, and cash. Everyone qualifies for the $5,000 off dealer posted price on July 6th. All our new Circle Hyundais are backed by America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile, limited powertrain warranty, and Hyundai assurance from the redesigned 2020 hyundai sonata to the brand new 2020 hyundai palisade every vehicle in stock qualifies for the five thousand dollars off on july 6th shop at home
home at CircleHyundai.com and see for yourself or visit us here in Shrewsbury. We are closed on July 4th to celebrate our independence and to get ready for the huge July 6th Mad Money Madness. Circle Hyundai, making our mark one customer, one family at a time. Don't forget about me. $5,000 off expires on July 6th at midnight. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Again, happy 4th of July weekend to everyone. The fluke bite is remaining strong in the inlets, and the movement is now heading out. The bigger fish are on the move. That moosing from the bays. Now, listen, people, you're still going to get a fluke here and air keepers in the bays. You're going to get a lot of... Um, a lot of action with with shorts, and that's plenty of fun, especially if you have youngsters with you. If you're just like me, you just want to feel something tugging on the end of your line. But now through, I'd say, August into September, now is a time for deep water fluke. Now, the Fisherman Magazine had a great article on the July issue by Johnny Raguso, Captain Johnny Raguso, a.k.a. Johnny Rags, known John for a long time in the industry, deep water fluke. And however, all the Rack and Fin Radio listeners down this way here south, down through Cape May, it is a deep water dealio now. And it's not a matter of just going out to like deep water 30, 40 feet. This is um this is bottom time. Join us on the line right now, very special guest, Jerry Vessel. Honest to God, that's his name, as in the speedboat vessel. He is the owner of Three Girl Skirts Fishing Tackle LLC and also the owner of the Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo, which will be back strong as ever. In 2021, Jerry's on the line right now with us. He is going to describe his specialty, the, the nuances of his specialty, rather, deep water fluking. Hey, Tommy P., unless it's at least a 10, 12, 13-mile ride, it ain't fluking. I said, Jerry, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> but he's, hey, Jerry, thanks for joining us, brother. How you been? I'm doing wonderful, Tom. Good morning. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. It's a, a sordid birthday as it is, but things will lighten up. Listen, again, a little non-sequitur here. Do not forget to vote July 7th. Please mail it or whatever if you go to the post. Please vote. We have to straighten this out. Please vote. Okay, enough of that. Jerry, back to the deep water fluking. Now, Cape May County especially, uh, all my years in Ocean City, going down, pretty shallow dealio. Bigger flatties are going to be in the deeper water, deeper you know valleys, uh, wrecks, reefs, what have you. When did you start to, to perfect your deep water techniques? I started perfecting everything, Tom, probably about six or seven years ago, and uh, I really needed to to dial in because I was losing a lot of tackle and and I had no idea what the hell I was doing, and uh, it got quite expensive. But the fishing over the structure was just so much more productive. It became almost like a you, you became driven to get better at it and better at it because the the fishing was that much better, even though you were losing the tackle. The fishing right. was was just spectacular compared to to drifting and dreaming. So, with Jer- a three foot leader. <laughs> so, Jerry, you're talking size and numbers. Oh, uh, definitely the size is there. You know, I mean, you're you're getting your seven, eight, eight. You know, I mean, nine pounders. A, a lot of times, them. 10s and 12s come into play, which they're few and far between, I think, for everybody. But it, there's nothing like jigging, and, and you got the little jig in your hand, and a, a big seven-pound fluke comes up and hits you like a bluefish and, and almost rips a rod out of your hand. You know, takes your rod into the gunnel, and you're like, oh, baby. And uh, you just know it's a, a spectacular fish, and it's, it's a different type of bite because, again, it's, they're coming up off bottom and hammering your jig or your teaser and it's uh it's a different bite, it's a different feel, it's a different everything, different level of excitement for fluking anymore. Well, Jerry, was this the impetus of you starting three girl skirts fishing tag? Now listen, there's three girl skirts. Jerry has three absolutely beautiful and brilliant daughters. Don't think it's something untoward here. <laughs> but hey, hey, Jerry, yeah, no. that, name, that name still freaks me here, but but uh the three girl oh, skirts, was that was that the, the catalyst to say, Hey man, let me uh let me make my jigs and my what your especially your your squid tails on there, which are squid skirts. They're just badass, man. Was that what kicked it off? It it one hundred percent did. I was I was fishing with my cousin Joe, uh, aka Sledge. He was middle linebacker in football. You know, like uh, I went with him all the time, and uh, Tommy, I was losing fifty, sixty bucks worth of of spros every time we went. You know, and it was like, all right, I got to figure something else out here. So that was one season. The end of the season, I bought a little lead pot 
one mold, made about 200 jigs, thought I was in business. You know, like not in business, just saying, hey, this is great. I'm doing this stuff for myself. I learned how to tie bucktails. Everything was great. Well, then as I, I fished a few more times with my cousin, I had my own boat, but he was a lot better at the back trolling than I was at that time. Right. Next thing you know, he's like, hey, man, you got any more jigs? And then it became me feeding his <laughs> his uh, tackle needs along with the guys that he fished with and everyone else. And then it became, you know, I was like, wow, I'm spending an awful lot of hours here tying bucktails for friends and family, <laughs> uh, which it was like a, a labor of love, but... At the same time, I was like, all right. Listeners, I did this thing before. Labor of love turned to heat. <laughs> There's that yeah, word. <laughs> exactly. It was like you you love it till you hate it. And then uh, with that, also my, my oldest daughter, McKenna, she goes to school with uh, Adam Bomb Sport Fishing's daughter. So I started talking to him. I made him some teasers. And one day I happened to have a bunch of jig heads in the car that I was dropping off to somebody else. And lo and behold... Now I, I supply atom bomb, stalker, and fishing wow. fever with with jig heads, and it it kind of took off from there. So it's it's not a bad thing. But Jared, the, the the squid skirts, what was that? What like what like squid is like? Squid's like pizza. People, everything in the ocean eats it. Everything in bay, you know, little ones eat it. But wh- why did you say bucktail? Hmm, squid skirt. Bucktail. Squ- I'm gonna go with the squid skirt. Squid skirt, rather. Was it just your success with the bigger fish? It was. It was part way. It was very successful. And then when I started, I was tying everything. And when I talked to the charter guys, they were like, "Hey, just give us naked heads," you know. And I'm thinking. These guys, you know, for example, right now I've got an order for atom bombs sitting on my porch. It's three hundred jig heads. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, he's not tying three hundred jig heads. So then I started asking, and I'm like, no, we just slap squid skirts on them. There you go. You know, they they're very effective. You can change colors on them. You can do whatever. And I started thinking, like, wow, it's taken me ten minutes to tie a bucktail. I'm doing six an hour. I can put squid skirts on them in about six a minute. Hmm. <laughs> okay. There you go. And and because of it, as everyone knows, if you're doing it right, you're losing rigs. You know, and uh the lifespan of the jig head sometimes is is one drop. It's a, it's got a 30 second lifespan on it. So you you get it lost in the wreck, you just spent 10 or 15 minutes tying that jig up and you lost it in 30 seconds. Yeah, Chances go- are, yep. you know, and just <laughs> Economically, time-wise, everything. I, I said, "Wow, this is a this is a home run with putting square, uh, squid skirts on it, mm-hmm. as opposed to tying everything." So, plus, you can definitely get some some crazy colors on squid skirts and the glow action and everything else that you're just not getting off of on hair. Now, Jerry, with the squid skirts, are you teaming them with uh, strips, meat strips, or gulp, or plug bait, or anything like that? I will do uh, like some some gulp. I'll do gulp on the top hook sometimes. Right. Uh, a lot of guys use use gulp. They won't even they'll use a naked jig head with just a gulp on there, which right. is another fantastic method. The plug baits are something I haven't tried. Mm-hmm. I want to try that. He's got that monster eight inch bait, which you know is probably for like size halibut fishing. But at the same time, we've all caught fluke that had six or eight inch, ten inch squid in yep. their belly, everything else. So uh, I'm actually anxious to try that bait out. Okay, joining us online is Jerry Vessel. He is the president and owner of Three Girl Skirts Fishing Tackle LLC, based right here, right in Wildwood in South Jersey Rocks. And he is also the owner and president of the Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo, which Tom P says guarantees we'll be back 2021 bigger and better than ever. By the way, Jerry, again, a little non sequitur. I don't think you're going to have any room left, man. Well, when you had to cancel, your booth space was pretty much sold out, correct? I had a waiting list. There you go. There you go. Fingers across for 2021, Tommy. Okay, but listen, I'm, listen. Okay, well, enough of that. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. My lovely Dee Marie says, "Don't put it out in the universe, butthead." <laughs> okay, so Jerry, back to the deep water fluke. Now I see that you specialize two, three, and four ounce in the ultra minnow style squid zero jigs, but I've been out on some deep water stuff, not too successfully. Six and even eight ounce heads, Jerry. Why? Are you making heads that big, or do you have a technique that you don't need, the, as I call them, the bombs, the depth charges like that? The, it's a, a funny thing, and it's a touchy subject for some guys because everybody is an expert in their own right. 
you know, not only in our own mind, in their own right. Everyone's been fishing. They they have their methods that are tried and true, and they they like them. They enjoy them. But basically, if you're going fluke in like deep water jig and overstructure, now, Jerry, let's 60, qualify. 80, excuse me. Okay, I was just going to say qualified depth, sixty to eighty feet. Yeah, like sixty eighty to even one hundred and twenty five feet of water. Whoa, you know, whoa, you're, whoa, whoa, whoa! You do what? Uh, yeah, you'll go out one hundred and twenty five. It, it's it's deep. Mary, you know, mother you're of God, taking that ride. But <laughs> it, it's at times it's worth it. Other times you scratch your head, you know, because fish move, they swim, you know, but it's worth it. And and where you get into that six and eight ounce, if you're, if you're going over structure and you're using eight ounces, you're kind of doing something wrong for the most part. And I only say that because if you're in a private boat, if you're on a commercial, a party boat, it's, it's not your, you have no control over it. Right. But if you're on a smaller boat, you should be back trolling and slowing your drift down to one knot or so with the correct braided line of, you know, up to 30 pound test. You can drop a three or a four ounce jig head down a hundred feet of water back trolling to keep your, your speed slowed down to one knot and, uh, and feel structure and feel bottom and, yeah. and be in that strike zone. There's no need for that eight ounce or 10 ounce, you know, anchor you're dragging behind you because once you start dragging that behind you and you're not working the motors to slow yourself down, you're, you're going to be donating a whole lot of $10 jigs to whatever wreck you're fishing over. I think he said that for my benefit. Hey, Larry, listen, Jerry. Oh, sorry. It's 4th of July weekend. I mean, you know me. I'm Lock Cock Raider. Speaking with Jerry Vessel, Three Girl Skirts, Fishing Tackle. Topic is deep water fluking. Jerry, up against a hard break. You hang in for another segment? Sure. Absolutely. Let's be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Jerry Vessel. Oh, man, deep water fluking. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Government regulations closed our showrooms for over two months. Here at Kerbank Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac in Atlantic City, here's our corporate president, Charlie Kerbank. Unusual times call for unprecedented pricing. It's true. While our showrooms were locked due to COVID, tractors and trailers loaded with new Chevrolet cars and trucks just kept coming. We are way overstocked and now i'm going to sell them all no auto dealers or auto brokers please our lowest prices will not be published come in and as for fleet managers sam d or randy b credit problems Kerbag can help connect with credit Kerbag. We are Kerbeck Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac of Atlantic City 430 North Albany Avenue Chevrolet find new roads See the new mid-engine C8 Corvette on display. Place your order today. Kerbeck, the world's largest Corvette allocation. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. You've been tuned in 5 to 6 a.m. on Talk Radio WPG 95.5 FM and WPG 1450 AM. Streaming live WPG1450.com. And 7 to 8 a.m. you're locked in a 50,000 mega far-reaching watch of the Rack and Fin Radio message. 97.3 ESPN FM. Streaming live 97.3 ESPN.com. And uh, upload, I guess it's the, the WPG app. And you will find all the Rack and Fin Radio Show's podcasts now, I guess going back uh, four or five weeks. So, yes, we have them in the archives starting then. And I'm getting a lot of thank you, Tom P. It's about time, Tom P. We have to thank Chris Coleman, the outstanding producer. Work busted his balls to get this thing going. Chris, a shout out to you. But back to Jerry Vessel. Now, Jerry, you mentioned the other night on the phone, I'm just giving you what I do wrong when I'm fluking, okay? And then you're talking to Deep Water. Then you mentioned something which sort of made me uh, put down my combination iced tea lemonade mix. Shout out to 4C on that one. But, Jerry, with the one and a half, one, two ounce in deep water, what's this wind against tide situation? Why are you going that light that seems to fly in the face of, again, the depth charges that I use in the deep water scene? What's the dealio? No, when you're, you can get down to one ounce, one and a half in that 65 to 80 foot range. Fairly simple. And, and again, it's because you're, you're manipulating the boat against the tide just to slow yourself down enough. Also, the other, the other factor, no one uses mono anymore. And it took a long time for the braid craze to take over. And now it's, it's just completely taken over the fishing world, braid line. People still want to use 65 pound braid. 
you know, because it matches the diameter of their 20-pound mono that they used their whole life. You can you can buy 15-pound braid, which has a breaking strength of almost 25 pounds, which is stronger than the mono you used, and it's got a diameter of sewing thread. You put that sewing thread through the water with a two-ounce weight on it, and it cuts through there like nobody's business. So you're fishing with 15-pound test, maybe a 15- or 20-pound fluorocarbon leader, and you, you can feel every nook and cranny on an ounce-and-a-half jig in the right conditions at 80 feet. Well, Josh, uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh, you know the, the leader, fluorocarbon or hard mono, whatever, for the simple reason braid is notoriously, notoriously uh, non, non-conducive to any kind of structure. In other words, it cuts very right. easily. You don't have a good, like uh, how we do it a lot of times, Tom, is we'll have a six or an eight foot leader, and then that way... Even that, you every time down, or you feel your jig get a little caught up, and you get it back, you bring it back up, inspect your leader, cut six inches off right above the okay. jig head, retie it. You know, and you do that with an eight foot leader until it gets down to maybe three feet or something like that. Okay. Then you then you retie again and, and put another eight foot on there just so that you have, you know, like you have that ability there where if something is sticking up high, it's definitely more abrasive resistant. Than, right the uh, mono or fluoro than the braid is. So. Right. Well, Jerry, now working the jigs. I've seen guys I like to slow lift back, slow lift back. And you see these guys, I don't know how they don't get, you know, carpal tunnel syndrome or rheumatoid arthritis in their wrist. Up and down, up and down, like rapid fire. Well, you had some sort of off-color term for that. I don't know if we can say it on rack <laughs> if it. But what, what is, again, that, that really aggressive motion, Jerry, is that – is that really well? You catch a lot of big fluke. I will say that. Yeah, we. So, we catch is a it lot necessary? Are there are there times when it doesn't work when you go to a slower? Is it just balls to the wall? Get it down and boom, 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 and keep it going. What is it? I think that it's it's pretty much balls to the wall, Tom. Where you you want as much action on that jig as you can, and it the other side of it you got to remember is you only got to give a little flick, like move that rod tip four inches, five inches. You don't you don't need to do the big raising your arm up and down your your arm is sitting there and it's all kind of in the wrist and you you get that rod tip going four or five inches just constantly and uh you can you can hold the jig in your hand off the leader and do it up on the side of the boat and just move your hand four or five inches and look at the action on the jig the teaser that you're using like right. some people like teaser some people don't they feel that it's another hook in the water and it's something else that can be caught on the structure right i feel that you put that down there, and them fluke are constantly looking up, and they're, it just increases your chance of the bite as getting a bite as well. So, but when you hold it in your hand and just do it four or five inches, and you you'll see that you don't need that whole raising your arm up and down and everything. Like I, I call that the way your grandfather jaked. Yeah, this is something completely different, and yet you have to be aggressive. Your the jig looks like a wounded bait fish where it's just kind of darting around here and there it's a three inch bait fish or a six inch bait fish that's just zip 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 and that's all the action you're getting off of the little short stroke yeah gerald well like that's how squid move you know they dart here i've watched some guys and gals here i wonder how they don't have the need their arm in a sling after <laughs> after uh, a few drifts on the water that's crazy stuff i've there are many days when the wrist the forearm everything and then you're thinking like what the hell was i doing <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's right. I was fishing all day, you know. And and it it's definitely something that it and it comes with practice. No one's going to go out there tomorrow and be an expert at things, but mm-hmm. it definitely taking little tips from this and that, and you modify them to make them work for you and what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to work. I mean, these are tried. If you if you look around at all the boats that are catching fish, everybody on there is doing the the rapid jigging motion. Everybody is backing down. Everybody's using the lightest weight as possible. The only way you get down there with the two, three, you know, one, one and a half is you lose, excuse me, you're using lighter stuff and it may not be something you're comfortable with. Right. But again, it's something you practice and you get comfortable with it. Okay, we're speaking with Jerry Vessel, Three Girl Skirts Fishing Tackle LLC based in Wildwood. And he is also owner of the owner and president, I should say, of the Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo, which will be back. I'm saying it again, Jerry. I'm saying it again. Forget putting it out there, mate. 
2021 will be the best show on the Jersey Shore. I'm telling you that. These are South Jersey Shore. Well, it's our bottom structure. And he did the reef sites. Any particular structures you prefer that you notice bigger fluke on, like, for example, the reefs that have uh, reef balls and tanks and, and caisson doors and things like that, or muscle beds or just patches of, of rock, weeds, what do you target? I am, when we're down here, we we don't have that many uh, big bonafide options. We, we've got Wildwood Reef, which is a few miles off the beach, and it, it's got plenty of nice pieces on it. Then Cape May Reef has a lot of bridge rubble. Right. Bridge rubble is unforgiving. Like, it, it eats your lead like nobody's business. But it also holds a lot of fish in there. Then you go to more individual wrecks. I, I really like Site 11, which is a lot of rail cars, tires, subway cars. That's tanks. a monster, man. Oh. And, and there's so many pieces down there. But it, it's also a case of piece A sitting here can be loaded with fish. Piece B, 50 feet away, has nothing on it. So you, you drift over piece A, piece B has nothing, go right back to piece A. And people make that mistake, too, of drifting the piece C, D, E, F, and G, and you say, no, there's fish on A, go back to A. But I, I like down at, at Site 11 fishing the tires, and the, the tires seem like they produce a little bit more for me. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I like. And, uh, you know, it's their tires filled with concrete, and they're they're down there, and it's a big, high piece of structure. And it's big. It's something that, you know, is 100 feet long. It's not just a, a little tiny piece because right. although I fish a lot, there's a lot of things that I still have to learn. And, like, some of these guys can dial it in on a 30-foot piece, and I, I'm not there yet. Okay, Jerry, listen, water clarity uh, down deeper, color of the jig head, the skirt making a difference. Do you stick with basically, you know, white is right, ain't no use if it ain't chartreuse, you know, sink the pink, <laughs> that type thing. Do you have your key colors, or are are you just switching stuff to see what what hits? What have you noticed again this time of year, especially? What colors are the most productive for you? Like you said, white white is just like old faithful. Mm -hmm. You can never go wrong with white. And then I feel also the glow, like the glow has become very popular. And you look at the the color of squid. If you catch a a squid that's alive, and you look at it, and it kind of matches the color of of your glow skirt there a little bit. But what I'll do as opposed to even changing up the, the skirt colors all that much is change up the color of the bait. Uh, like if you're using gold, change up the different, if the water clarity is poor, you want something that's a little more highly visible. You know, it's, it's if, if you're trolling, it's a clear, sunny day. You want something that's clear and sunny because that's going to match what you see. Right. If you're down deep, you want something that just can be seen, period. So you want to use something that the hot pink or the orange or, you know, glow stuff in the gulp, the right. chartreuse in the gulp, just high visibility stuff on days like that. Well, Jared, what, what, that, yeah, what I found out was that. pretty well, talking with uh, uh, Johnny Prock now. He's one of the chemists, one of the two chemists that, you know, in on the gulp project that invented. He works okay. for uh, Berkeley. He's Tom, people don't realize our new penny and the pink shine and the nuclear chicken also are infused with that glow stuff. So you think of, uh, like, for example, a new penny. That's, you know, it's going to be too dark down here. It's not going to, no, that has the glow factor in it as well. Same thing with pink shine. You get down 40, 50 feet. People think it just sort of, you know, becomes nondescript. No, listeners, that has that, that glow, uh, whatever essence or substance, whatever in it. And they've been very effective down deep, Jer. Yeah. It's, we've all watched, we grew up watching Jacques Cousteau. And you see the things that glow underwater, and you think, like, what the hell? Yeah. Weird. I don't know what fish, what stuff looks like through fish's eyes, but I know you put something down there glowing, and you got rapid movement on it. The fish is going to be curious as to what it is, and whether it actually looks like the the bait they're eating or not. You hope that it does, but it definitely yeah. produces when you have that added, just a visual attraction on there. Okay, Jerry, one last thing. We're up against the the break. We're running out of time on this segment. The strike down deep. I mean, shallow water, a lot of fun. You call tap, tap, bang, bang. What is it? Just a slow, especially from a bigger fish, Jerry. It's just like a slow pull. No, no, no. It is like you get the right bite, and it's literally like a body shot from Mike Tyson. It it hammers you. And uh, the, the other part about it is great, too. Like, it seems like when you're, 
you're drifting over open bottom and you miss a fish, you think, damn, he's gone. You miss a f- you miss that fish while you're jigging and you continue jigging, chances are he'll come back and hit it two, three, four more times. And if it's the right bite, like I said, it is a thunderous boom, 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 where it's it's like off. Oh, instantly your your eyes light up, your demeanor changes, your your feet get in that shuffled position where you're ready, like, all right, this is this is the one. And that is, but it is a completely different style bite. It's not the nibble, nibble, pull. It's a, (laughs) it's boom. That's like me when I see an anchovy pizza being brought to the table. (laughs) Especially with extra cheese on it. (laughs) But, I mean, you you think about it. Everybody, and you've, you've all seen your friends get a bite, and you see their, like, their whole body changes and the feet change, and they're ready. Right. Tom, when you, you get that, that bite from 80 feet down, and it's a big thunderous hit. It's literally just there you go. it's a a boom. It's like hitting a big bass drum. It's it's a a great feeling. Jerry, well, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin this Fourth of July weekend. This is Jerry Vessel, owner, president, Three Girl Skirts Fishing Tackle LLC, based in Wildwood. He's also the owner and president of the uh, Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo. Jerry, give that people want to order uh, some of your jigs. Well, you have a website, you have a Facebook page. What's the dealio? Give it up, uh, give it up. Facebook page: Three Girl Skirts Fishing Tackle. Uh, I'm Located right here in Wildwood. I live and work in Wildwood. Make everything myself. Uh, I deliver locally, pick up locally. And then we have the, the Fishing and Boating Expo, which will be back in 2021. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that too, Jerry. My banner, Rack and Finn will be in and my banner is ready. God spares. I don't. I, I survive until then. <laughs> Jerry, you take care, man. Thanks for joining us. Best of that lovely family. And to Mrs. Vessel for her patience. She's going to be nominated for sainthood, boy. <laughs> awesome. You hey, ta- uh, what? Oh, I, I didn't know if we were still rolling we're, or whatever. We're, we're still rolling. Say, yeah, what? No, if, if you could. I had uh, two other things written down, Tom, which go, was go, go, just go, go. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, uh, conditions. Like, normally, if you get slack tide instead of a strong tide where you're back trolling, you have a slack tide where there's no drift condition. You want to bump troll, and that's put the boat in forward, you know, and in and out of gear just to move over that structure and, and cover there some There you go, ground. yeah. I didn't think of that, This yeah. also works, but it also works for people who say, yeah, that back trolling is only for people in center consoles. Well, you know where the bump trolling, it comes into play at, too? If you're having a, you have a big sporty. I see guys enough doing it. They have a sporty, and they'll cast forward. And they'll, you know, just bump it in and out of gear to move up a little bit. But they'll mm-hmm. cast forward into the structure. And then as you're drifting over it, you know, they jig and jig and jig and jig. And go, once bang. that line starts to go out the back of the boat, they'll retrieve it and cast to the next piece. It's sitting in front of them. There you go. That, that type of stuff works very well. And another thing that is becoming... It's making that transition from salt or freshwater to saltwater is uh, trolling motors. I see more and more 25-foot boats with trolling motors on them. Oh, yeah. I've seen more this year than I've seen my entire life. And it's something that, again, you want to talk about precision? These guys are, are finding fish and sitting right over top of them without moving a muscle. They have the thing programmed in, and it just sits them right over top of the fish. So it's beautiful. It literally becomes fish in a barrel. Jerry, thanks for that insight. I didn't even think of that. I'm, I'm so discombobulated with the one and a half, one and one and a half ounce in deep water. That still has me shaking my head. Well, Jerry, well, hopefully, hopefully get on the water. Yeah. down here. We'll so. get there on the water this, uh, hopefully sometime this month, July. What do you think? Sounds like a plan to me. I know where you live, Vessel. I will show you your driveway. Look out. <laughs> okay, Jerry, best of the family. Take care, man. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News. I'm Carmen Roberts. President Trump's back in Washington after giving a fiery speech last night at the base of Mount Rushmore. We stand proud and we only kneel to Almighty God. The president pushing back against protesters who want to tear down monuments. I am here as your president to proclaim before the country and before the world, this monument will never be desecrated. These heroes 
will never be defaced. The audience packed the amphitheater, most not wearing masks, as new coronavirus cases in the U.S. topped 50,000 for a third straight day. California Governor Newsom warning local elected officials they risk losing state aid if they don't enforce COVID orders over the 4th of July holiday. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. In the wake of a shower and heavier thunderstorm overnight, it'll be humid with patchy clouds and fog, low 70. The 4th of July will be partly sunny. A stray shower possible, high 85. Clearing Saturday night, low 65. Sunday with intervals of clouds and sun. A shower or thunderstorm likely, high near 90. I'm AccuWeather's Curb Lipinski on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You're back inside Rack and Fin Raiders with me, Tom P. Happy 4th of July weekend. So, again, that was Jerry Vessel, Three Girls Skirts, Fishing Tackle, LLC. Deep water fluking. Okay, and again, some of those light bucktails, one, one and a half ounce, that still has me, like, cracking out. But it is effective, and the man does catch some big fluke. He confessed, he said, didn't confess, he acknowledged. Tommy P., I didn't break the doormat, a.k.a. the 10-pound mark, but got pretty close. A few ounces less than that, but, I mean, the, the, the knowledge is there. I hope you picked up some tips. But now, what is happening in the back bays? Okay, I know that we're going really long on fluke here, but... It's just going crazy. Captain Scott Newhall, for a fairly frequent guest on Rack and Fin Radio, we can keep him away from the fluke and the stripers. The mini bite, not mini as in small, mini as in minnows, a.k.a. Achilles. The killie bite in the back bite this past week or something has been going bat bleep. Now, we have Scott on the line right now. He's on the water as we speak. Scott, uh, thanks for joining us. Very short notice. What is? Where did this come from, Newhall? Is this par for the course this time of year? First, Tom, thanks for having me on the radio. Uh, always a terrific show you put on. Well, I'll tell you what. About the first week of June, the uh, fish really started to pr- proliferate the backwaters, and uh, all, all your backwater creeks, channels, and even even the, uh, the stuff near the inlet started to really fill up. And in the last week, 10 days, it's exploded. And I mean everywhere, too, not just, not just one area, like, from Black Point to Maine Marsh to to uh, the Fish Factory to Absecan Inlet, the Absecan Channel can there it's layered with flounder, fluke, summer flounder, whatever you want to call it. It's just <laughs> pancake with fish. Wow. Uh, the su- the summer pattern is in full effect, so you got to pick through the small ones to get to the keepers. But they're just jumping all over minnows here. It's not complicated. You can literally put the rod in the rod holder. Watch for the tip to dip. And, and when you pick it up, Tom, you want to pick up the rod out of the holder without the fish detecting you, get ready for the hook set. The worst thing you can do is when you're taking it out of the rod holder, he knows you're there, and yeah. then you hook set him. Sometimes, sometimes they drop, drop uh, the uh, bait. Well, Captain Scott, I've noticed uh, the, the times fishing on your boat, you will cherry pick sometimes the size of the killies you're using as per the area. I've noticed sometimes you'll put on what are basically like Jersey stock trout, the mama chogs, and other times you'll go down to, Scott, that's a small bait. You said this is the area where they prefer a smaller bait. How long did that take you to perfect that? And what are you looking for any kind of particular bottom or drop off or any kind of structure that you, you alter the size of your baits? If you, and I'm taking a fish off the hook as we speak. Um, <laughs> That's new all. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you have a certain amount of big baits and you want to maximize those big baits, you want to you use those on your best structure. So if you have a drop-off, a point, uh, some, some sort of uh, uh, relief coming up off the bottom, you want to pick your best stuff to use then or the tide. Your, your, your top of the tide. And even your slower water at the bottom of the tide, uh, especially when the water is clean. Uh, lately, lately the ebb tide has been phenomenal on the flat wow. tide. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of big fish, a lot of keepers, and of course throwbacks on the falling water. It's been uh, it's pretty been pretty unbelievable. So, uh, as, as to your point, if you have X amount of big baits. You want to use them at the right time. Okay. You don't want them uh, out there when the sea robin bites on or the dogfish bites on. You want to have them out there when the bigger fish seem to be coming in the boat. Now, Scott, mini bite different than the, the bucktail or jig head fluke bite as per the fluke, you know, actually grabbing it, working its way up, or is it just like, again, me with a slice of anchovy pizza, and it's gone? 
<laughs> this sounds good right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, they, they climb up the bait. Uh, the, uh, the more swift the current and the tide, uh, sometimes for a smaller fish or a barely make it keeper, the longer it takes for them to climb up the bait to the hook. So you definitely either want to hold the rod and let them work his way up, or if you feel you're moving too fast, you can actually do a setback, flip okay. your uh, reel into free spool or you flip your bow over and uh, let them eat. Uh, either way can work. Uh, as far in regard to the gulp, that is still producing quite well, too. It's, uh, you know, the gulp is more skillful. Uh, you'll watch these uh, 20-somethings uh, out there, four guys on a boat, uh, rapid-fire snap jigging all day, and they will they will put together a smoke show of fish. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. That bite, as, as you mentioned, that bite, the hook sets a lot quicker. So you give it a, a one-two count, maybe reach out the rod a little bit, let them slurp it up a hair more okay. and hit it. Whereas a, a big live bait, it's uh, historically you're going to set it back longer. You're going to let them eat longer. Okay, Scott, how long do you think this killer bite will last in the as intense as it's been the past few days? Uh, until the fish migrate to the ocean, I really believe that. Wow. I, I don't yeah. think uh, I don't think it'll change now. I um, oh, that's in, in this is my May, bait, May, this May, is the... May and early June. Yep, it was uh, uh, predominantly a uh, Berkeley uh, gulp bite, and uh, if you weren't uh, really talented in jigging your jigging your gulp and your offerings, you were hurting. Uh, it was the mini bite was not on in the early season. Now, now both the gulp and the mini bite are on. So it's really great for maybe some of the. Uh, uh, Folks who want to put in a rod holder, relax more. Uh, like even somebody like my father, who you know, or heck, even my tendonitis at times. So no, you don't have you to, can say it. He's not saying that for my. He's saying it for my benefit too. P. I just put a hey Scott. Where's the sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You gotta love this. You gotta love the sandwich plate. You, you go to eat a sandwich, you know you're getting bingo. Bingo. <laughs> oh, Scott, listen. One final question. Sure. I noticed, you know, you, the size of Achilles. Now, when you say the gulp, guys are still going to use it along with the minis. A uh, four-inch, I've seen you in the back shallow water with these six-inch baseball bag grubs, and you're catching fish. This, you prefer, again, big bait, big fish type thing? Because I noticed even 10, 11-inch fish grabbing those six-inch grubs, and you're hooking them. What's the dealio? Well, I would never, ever steer anyone away from a six-inch Berkeley Gulp Grub in any color. The stuff, it's like uh, it's like putting dynamite in the water. Sometimes it uh, it does it does weed out some of the smaller fish, but it also catches the smaller. Yeah. Fish. It's uh, with you know with with flounder fishing or as with any fishing, you know every bait's going to have its moment. Every bait's going to have its day. But if you you sit there and jig that stuff uh, throughout the day, yeah, it Berkeley Gulp. Six-inch grub. I tell you what, probably the most popular of the uh, Berkeley Gulp line, and an unbelievable bait. Okay, we're speaking with Captain Scott Newhall. Quick shot from Newhall there on the mini bite that is going on. Captain Scott, give that Facebook or website. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? All right, uh, timeoutfishingcharters.com. Uh, you can uh, hit me up on the email at timeoutcharters at gmail dot com. Uh, I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but texting and emails are better when you're out here in the water. I never, <laughs> you thought I'd say that 15 years ago, right? I hear you. <laughs> okay, Scott, you take care, man. Best, best so, of the trout slash flounder boys. Listeners, Oh yeah, Alexander Scott and Michael Benjamin, bad-ass young anglers, man. They are future stars going on. And the loving Melissa, Scott, you have a happy 4th of July weekend. See you soon, buddy. Yeah, yeah. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. America, this is our time to shine with the spectacular savings of the Hyundai 4th of July sales event. Come celebrate with amazing deals on all 16 award-winning Hyundai sedans and SUVs. Plus, every Hyundai now also comes with up to three years or 36,000 miles complimentary maintenance. That includes oil changes and tire rotations. That's better than Honda or Nissan and a whole year longer than Toyota. And to keep the celebration going for thousands of miles to come... 
You'll also drive home with Hyundai Assurance and America's best warranty. See your Hyundai dealer or visit buyhyundai.com today. The Hyundai 4th of July sales event, helping everyone shine a little brighter this summer. Now lease a new 2020 Hyundai Tucson for just $149 a month or get 0% APR for 72 months plus no payments for 90 days. Offers end July 6th. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer today. Now, during the 4th of July sales event, visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Call 661-615-2112 for complete offer details. Shop small, give big. Hi, I'm Ken Pistizzi, founder of Xperl. I'm excited to tell you about a project we're launching. The Shop Small, Give Big project is designed to help encourage all of us, the community, to help restart our local economy. We need to support our local businesses and support our nonprofit charities. And that is what the Xperl app allows you to do. What we at Xperl have committed to do is not earn any money from now until August 31st. We've decided to give 100% of proceeds to nonprofits and businesses. We're giving 75% of any gift card sold on the Xperl app to the local merchant and increasing the amount that goes to the user's favorite nonprofit to 25%. So what can you do to help? Spread the word and shop small. Looking to buy a barbecue grill? Shop local before you go to a big box store. Going out to dinner or ordering takeout? Shop local before you go to that restaurant chain. We strongly encourage you to shop and dine safely. And remember, shop small, get big. Imagine a coffee cup. It may seem small, but it comes from a small business. One of thousands on eBay. Powered by people. Millions of people all over the country, all working to get you exactly what you want. And that's no small thing. That's everything. Get your thing on eBay. At Walgreens, we know summer may look a little different this year. That's why we've made it easier to enjoy the moments you do make with new, safer ways to shop. Now you can shop online and pick up in our drive-thru or curbside and safely keep your summer going. This week, 12-pack Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are 3 for $9.99. Walgreens. Offers valid with card while supplies last. Restrictions and exclusions apply. See walgreens.com for details. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Wrapping it up with Rock and Fin Radio. Me, Tom Pay. I'm going fishing this afternoon, folks. That's why I'm going bats. It is, uh, let's start with some reports. We have Evan at Creekside there on Route 9 in Waretown. Evan, what is the bite? Give me something inshore, and what are you hearing offshore, little buddy? Uh, what's up, Tom? Um, we weighed in a eight and a half pound fluke, Oof. like Tuesday in Oof. the BI buoy. Oof. Right in the bay. The big ones are starting to go out into the ocean now. The tires, bucktails are killing them, and gulp are killing them. What color gulp? Uh, chartreuse, white, nuclear chicken, pink shine. We got all of them. Man, have anything still in the back bay? Uh, yeah, still bluefish, kicking uh, blowfish, and people are saying kingfish, too. Listen, offshore, I, I stopped in your shop the other day, and those, what, uh, the the chatterlords, whatever these, these white or side track, whatever those things are called, and those big blue sleeves, yeah, side people, people had them like two under each arm. What's the tuna bite deal, oh, yeah. yo? What's what's going on? Yep, purple, purple, blue, and white, pink and white are killing them out there. Where they, and they're close in too, like ten miles off. Oh, oh. Okay, and we'll talk to you next week, man. Thanks, Captain Dave, Tom P. We're live on the air. Let's give us a quick fish report and crabbing report to close out the Fourth of July show, Dave. What do you got? The sun's out. The the fishermen <laughs> are out. The fish are cooperating. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that, Dave. I hope you have some frozen soft shells for me. Oh, I got. I still got some live ones here. Oh, oh. Okay, Dave. Let's for get, you. Let's get to the flounder. What's up with the flatties? Plenty of them, but there's an awful lot of, awful lot of these um, illegal males in between them. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's there's something wrong. There's something wrong with this whole this whole deal when when you can't even keep a male flounder. I I think it's a prejudice thing. Maybe we can, maybe we should get the. Maybe we should get the women's rights um, <laughs> people after them. Tell, tell them that that you just can't eat <laughs> eat females. You gotta you gotta be eat the males too. <laughs> well, Dave, is it uh, strictly a gulp bite? We had Captain Newhall on a little while ago. He's he's maintaining that the mini bite really ignited this past week. You have a lot of minis in the tank. I got plenty of minnows in the tank. I think that I think they're making them 
move the spawn. That, yeah, their spawn should be done this this um full moon tonight is going to yeah that that'll start up the summer mini season that's for sure. Um, that actually should show up and be be available. Um, if we can rate, lower the price on them, I'll be the first to do it. But when I can, I don't. Right. Hey, business is business, Dave, and that's what's catching fish. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Um, well, I still I still got a pretty good supply of gulp on the wall, but some yep. of these guys are really trying to empty it out. Um, <laughs> that's I, true. And, and, I, and I really don't know where I'm going to get it from. But the hot shots, yeah, they're using those bigger five- and six-inch grubs and and doing that fast bouncing. There you go, you know, yeah. That, that, that quick do. jigging, mm-hmm. and, and they're hauling in some nice fish with it. Yeah, they're... Yeah, it seems it seems to be what'll get a bigger fish. Yeah, if you're, yeah, you're going to go through a lot of gulp with a little fish, and if you go through minnows, you're going to go through a lot of minnows. And up till now, they have been a little bit on the scarce side. I think they're going to start showing after this full moon. Beautiful. And and we get into the middle of this warm summer waters. What what the minnows like? Okay, Dave. Fourth of July weekend traditionally kicks off uh, the family crabbing season, so to speak. In quotes, what's uh, what's happening with the blue claws, bro? Same deal. This full moon, hopefully. Well, we've been on like like a half, yeah, like a halfway shed through the whole month of of May, June, and it's you know the crabbing's been good, but not great. And it, if this shed ends up, and I think it will, uh, then there's going to be some really really good crabbing. And from what I what I've heard of the prices in the market to if you to buy them, you know you'll. Yeah. <laughs> you will definitely you will definitely earn your you will definitely make it worthwhile to go catch catch your crab dinner by yourself and and it looks like it's going to be good there's yeah there's a, there are a lot less crab pots in the water this year because right. because the market's so strange so You're right yeah there, there, yeah. Should, there should be there should be a few more crabs around for people to catch and I'm sure there will be okay Captain Dave you have plenty of frozen bunker in the in the uh, freezer. Oh, I got I got frozen bunker. I still have a pretty good pile of crab traps, and I've been I, I won't I won't even say say the name of the crab trap company, but one of the local wire benders have been building my box traps, and my <laughs> he's he's wearing his fingers to the bone, and I don't. <laughs> but but I, but he's keeping me a pretty good stock, so I should have I should set some of everything in here. Okay, Cap. When you come, listen. We'll see you this week, man. Be good, Dave. Okay, we're just, yeah, we'll be working. Have, a, have a great work. fourth weekend. Best of Judy and Kev and, and the Sugar, of course. We'll see you next week. Okay, we'll see you. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Fourth of July weekend. Eh, cloudy, sunny, cloudy, sunny. Get out and enjoy it, but don't overlook. And the fluke fishing is crazy. That's why I dedicated this show mostly to fluke. Touch on the crabbing a little bit. Don't ignore the freshwater fishing. The bass and pickerel fishing has been fantastic. As always, God bless America. God bless our troops. Happy 4th of July weekend.